This is HPR episode 2625 entitled, My Thoughts on Language Learning Communication Applications. It is hosted by DODD Dummy and is about 16 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is, I discuss some of my thoughts regarding using chat programs in language learning. Today's show is licensed under a CC0 license. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello, this is DODD Dummy with today's episode for Hacker Public Radio. And this episode is a second in a series on my thoughts on language learning. Um, the first episode was, I talked just a little bit about what I thought made sense to me from kind of the traditional language course. In this this episode, I want to talk about some applications that I think maybe could be useful. I haven't seen this kind of application, so it very well might exist. And I tried Googling a little bit, and I didn't see anything that has this, but but maybe it does. I haven't looked too much, but at any rate, I haven't seen this kind of application. So if it does exist, well wouldn't be the first time I wasted my time. Hopefully I didn't waste yours. So my my thoughts are, are one of the things that if for people like me, and I kind of said this in the first episode, so I'll just, I'll just kind of recap quickly. I'm the kind of guy who I'm interested in languages, but not interested enough that I put a, would put a ton of effort into learning one. I don't really need one for my job and all of my, even though I have a lot of friends and family who speak another na- language natively, almost all of them speak English well enough that that um, that I don't really need to learn the other language. That's changing a little bit now with my my um, my stepchildren speak English, but they haven't. They don't really speak it much, but they're learning it in school, and they don't really speak it too much. So maybe that part's changing a little bit. We'll we'll see. But nevertheless, have an interest in in languages, even if they might not use the language in a day-to-day basis. So they might not have people to practice with. And maybe the dual language, the thing where where you, um, or is it live mocha? Is that what it is? But the thing where you have somebody in another part of the world and you're talking to each other, like through something similar to Skype. And your the ideal is you speak their language, they speak your language, and you teach each other. Well, for me, I can never find anyone who doesn't know English way better than I do. So it ends up being a chore for me to speak their language. And typically, what ends up happening is I would just teach, try to teach them English. So um, anyway, that's a kind of the um, like I don't need it. 
a new language for my job or anything along those lines. So, um, but what I do a lot is I chat online and um, specifically text chat. I don't do text messages, but this would apply. And I first thought about this probably six, seven years ago. It's pretty been a pretty long time. But it occurred to me that um, chat programs, specifically the ones you type, so text or chat, could help in language learning by specifically, I'll just talk about hex chats, the chat I use most of the time. But they usually have, then the reason I'm, that's interesting to me is because it's open source. So I, don't, I, think the, I think it's one of the GNU licenses, uh, which is actually free software, um, better than open source. Regardless, my thinking was that the, and oh, what's the other thing? The other thing to note is, in my mind, um, at least in the earlier parts, vocabulary is more important than grammar and sentence structure. So, um, but, okay, let's get to it. So the, my idea was that you could start a chat, you could modify a chat, current chat right now, to, um, to add another dictionary. And so you could tell it, I'm, my, my native language is English and I want to learn Spanish. And so the IRC client or the chat client, text client would, would, um, would somehow learn or maybe it, it would progress, get progressively harder. And what I mean by that is, let's say to start off with maybe you only know one word and you know the, the word for I in the target language, the language you want to learn. And you, so you start off, you say I in the other language. And it passes spell checker. So let's say you say, I went to the store, or I'm going to the store. You only know I, so you say, I I in the source language am going to the store in English. And it, all of that passes spell checker because it's using both spell checkers. Now, at some point, either you would tell it, like, I want to go to level, you know, I want to go to the next level, or it can learn based on what you've already typed. But at a certain point, it realizes that you know I in the target language. And so it removes I from the spell from the spell checker dictionary on the native language. So f- from that point on, you can't say I in your source language. You can only say it in the language you want to learn. And there's a lot of different options and ways this could be done, but I would think that like one possibility would be to um, not let things that don't pass spell checker through. So after you learn, after it knows you know I in the new language, and then it would give a spell check error if you said I in the source language and not send it. Now, of course, you could also say, okay, don't send it, but unless I override that. So maybe you could say, hey, you got an error. Um, are you sure you want to send it? Um, and, and then so over time, the, the ideal is that over time, the your native language dictionary depletes and then... Well, I don't know that the source language would increase because maybe maybe you're not going to know so many source language or target language words that 
that you need to update the dictionary. But over time, this, the native language dictionary goes down. And so the idea will be that eventually you're, you're typing and sending messages only in, in the new language. And the person that you would be talking to would conversely be doing the same thing. And that would be the um, that would be the ideal. So in my first thinking would be that this would just be between two people, or maybe in a chat room where there's only those two languages. Uh, and I don't know if it would work with more than one, but that would be the ideal. You the the room you're in, or the person you're the people you're talking to. Of course, they could be in your own language too. They, but the idea, the, the, those are the two languages that 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 chat chat room would expect people to talk to, and support. And, and you know, I, it could be too if you're doing it this way. You know, like if you did a chat room, you could be doing it by subject matter too. So maybe you get into if you're into the GNU software then maybe you're in a GNU software chat room for that specific language. Or maybe if you're in cars, you're in a car. So the ideal being that maybe if you're in a in a room where the subject interests you, maybe, and like I said, my one of the problems I'm trying to solve is to help people learn languages that don't have a burning need or desire to learn language. It's just kind of a hobby kind of thing. And it would be great if they learned a new language, but it's not like they're not willing to put a whole lot of resources towards it. And so maybe if the topic is interesting, it makes it a little less of a chore to, to learn the new language. Um, and originally, I was only thinking about vocabulary, which, of course, well, if you know anything about another language, almost any other language, you'll know that a lot of times the grammar in the case, the sentence structure is really quite different. Like in some languages, instead of saying on the table, they would say the table on. So the book table on instead of the book is on the table. Um, and, and just lots of, I mean, there's tons and tons of variations. So I think grammar and sentence structure is important, but to me it's a secondary one at this point. Because the goal here, again, with the same with the first one, maybe this one's a little bit harder of a goal, but really the first major goal is to get where you could type or chat in text at maybe the first grade level. And then the ideal being, once you get to that point, you can kind of use applications that a normal person in that other language would use. So you don't need a learning tool per se. You can just kind of do whatever a beginning language, you know, person in beginning languages in that country or that that language would would normally do. So maybe maybe the goal here is to get you to where you can chat like a six year old or maybe a little bit higher, and then from there you can just take on and you don't need something specifically that's for training. Um, is is the goal? Now originally I was thinking really just about text. But, of course, now they have, you know, well, back then as well, but now speech um, and bandwidth of the Internet is easier and, and audio, send, streaming audio is, is is 
a lot easier to do now and it's a lot more affordable for people so of course now uh, Skype I noticed has translation built in um, in the latest versions so maybe um, and voice recognition is supposed to be getting better now in Linux in the free software world so if it's not already readily possible it soon will be to use um, audio so and then I mean, instead of doing the just the normal kind of like live mocha does now, uh, in my mind, it would maybe the app could do something like um, let you record. Because for me, part of the issue really was me struggling trying to say something, and then the other person, like I said, can run rings around me in English compared to what I know of their language. And so it was just kind of, it wasn't enjoyable for me struggling with really basic stuff so my thinking would be that maybe it could have a mode where where it would let me record what I want to say until I'm kind of ready to send it and then I could also you know give them the text of what I was trying to say could also maybe use the trans the speech recognition to do some parsing before I send it and give me some clues and then I send it and then at that point, the person can listen to it. And the ideal being they just see if they can reply and understand me just by listening. And then if so, by default, it would just show that. And then if they needed to hear or see what I was trying to say, and, and this would be in English, then that could be revealed. And then, of course, the, you know, something, whatever would be the equivalent of Google Translate could be invoked to see how it translated what I said and then um, and then so maybe that could be a crutch to help uh, help still let me you know still let you learn with the aid of a real person but but not but let you construct the sentences that you want to say with kind of without their help because if if it's live and someone's talking and they're trying to say I want the uh, the uh, and they know you want to say the book maybe they're going to complete book and give that to you. So this would be kind of a way for you to construct what you want to say without their help. And then, of course, after they see it, then they could do the normal, oh, here's what we how we would normally say that, um, and that, and that kind of thing. And those are, so, so those are just a couple of different ways that I could see using, you know, a little bit modification of programs that we already have and, and use to maybe help um, help language learning. Like I said, especially for those who um, don't really have a strong motive. I mean, don't have a real strong motivation. They want to learn it, but it's not like, okay, it's not like I'm taking away from my friends and family time. I'm just doing this in my what I would normally consider my spare slash hobby time. Um, instead of, you know, versus all... Oh, if I know English from my job, I get, you know, I get more money or maybe I can just even get a job. So not not really talking about that level of need because you got some motivation there. You, there you're willing to spend your extra time or maybe even take time away from your friends or family. If you're talking about something that's going to help you do a better job of putting food on the table. And that is really all I need to sorry, all I have to say. So yeah, that's that's it. Um and now the next episode in this series, I'm think I'm gonna record them all today, is 
going to be about some games that I think could help with language learning. So hopefully that'll be interesting. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.